We're going to start a three-week series. At least I think it's going to be three weeks. And the series is going to be about knowing God. Everyone say, no God. Um, so this is something that we really strive for at Ablaze Youth Ministries. We don't want you to have a relationship with God through your parents. We don't want you to have a relationship with God through me. We want you to have your own relationship with God. Now, your parents can be a supplement to that relationship. I believe I'm a supplement to that relationship. The youth leaders are a supplement to that relationship. But if you know anything about working out and exercising, if all you took was supplements and you never actually exercised or you never ate regular food with it, it's going to deform your body. You're going to end up, uh, I knew a guy, he never worked out, but he took creatine and he became very overweight because <laughs> creatine was just water storage basically. And so he was really overweight because he was taking creatine and not doing anything else. He just took the supplement, did nothing else, and it had a negative effect on his body. So a blaze is a supplement to your relationship. Your parents' relationship with God is supposed to be a supplement to your relationship. But the way this relationship works, the key word in there is your relationship. We're supposed to have our own relationship. Someone say, my relationship. So the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about how do we actually have that? How do we grow in this? What does it look like for each one of us? And uh, I really believe the Holy Spirit gave me this idea to start with baby food. And uh, I think it's a wonderful idea. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a couple contestants. I wish I had, like, contestant music, but I don't have anything. So they're going to pick the one they want. They're going to taste it. And then they're going to tell me the flavors that they think it is. And according to my little cheat sheet, ha uh, I'm going to see, according to the number, if they're right. So which one do you want? Three. Number three. All right? So crack that bad boy open. Grab yourself a spoon. And there's a trash can right here for you to throw the spoon out when you're done. Or if you vomit, vomit that way. Because I'm one of those people, I don't know if anyone's this way, if you vomit, then I vomit. And uh, so if anyone's like me, if you vomit when someone else vomits, and so she's the first one, we're going to have a vomit situation going on out here, and I'm going to feel a particular type of way about it. I don't want a vomit situation, all right? So, yes, yeah, CJ. Uh, because vomit projects. No, I don't know. It's fine. I'll move it over. Okay, so she's doing number three. Uh, baby food's not really gross. Babies eat it all the time. When my boys were little, I had baby food. I'm not a particular fan, but that's okay. So go ahead. Number three. Take a couple good bites, and then you're going to tell me what you think it is. It's food, yeah, it's just, do you like shakes? Do you like ice cream? Then you like baby food. Take as many bites as you need to be able to get a nice little, okay, she said sweet potatoes. All right, take another bite and make sure that's your final answer. Well, you don't have to take another bite. Are you good? <laughs> I don't know if that's a bite. I don't know what that is. Like a little rabbit over here, like eating grass and running away. All right, sweet potatoes. Okay, number three is carrots and corn. All right, thank you very much. Next contestant, Chloe, come on down. You can just throw it out right here, unless you want to take it home with you, put it in your pocket, save it for later, eat it tomorrow in class. I don't know. No? All right, so she said sweet potato. Everyone say wrong. wrong. <laughs> Got her. Wrong. I wonder if anyone's going to. All right, pick the one that you want. I had two female volunteers. I got any males that want to eat some baby food? All right, so we got our two right here. Yeah, pick whichever one you want. The boys will go last, huh? Yeah, pick. Can you look? Yeah, look at it. That's fine. You might want to shake it. I didn't tell Raina to do that. She might have got some weird, like, oily stuff off the top without shaking it. So maybe shake it. Yeah, shake it up real good. Can you open that? <laughs> I mean, all right, throw that out the lid. Throw it out. Can you sniff it? What number did you get? Number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Just go, you got to commit. It's kind of like, you know, your relationship with God. You just got to jump in and expect the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, just go for it. You got that. that no baby bites. Come on. You grown. You grown. You, you got this. Just, yeah, go in. Commit. Oh, nope. Wait. Hold on. Woo. Mm. What color is it? It's kind of an orangey red, maybe? Yes. Yeah, well, it is kind of orangey. All right, do you got enough to get a, 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 a what number do you, what do you think it is? Number one. What do you think it is? It is pumpkin. All right, next. Who's next? One of y'all come on up here. Whoever comes up first. Whoever comes first has two choices. Whoever's last is last. And, you know, you don't really have a choice. So you can choose which one you want. Uh, don't be like them. Maybe shake it up real good before you, you know what I mean? Stir it up. Pick one. You got options, what, two and four? I wrapped tape around it so they couldn't see what it was because that would be cheating. So I put some gaff tape on there, and then I wrote the number on there. Uh, I wrapped it all the way around, man. There is no way to tell other than looking at it and tasting it other than my cheat sheet right here. <clears throat> You scared? <laughs> That's cool. That's scared. All right, you going with four? All right, shake it up real good. Yeah. Woo! Help me, Lord. All right, crack that bad boy open. Let's do work. We're on a time crunch. We got 15 minutes, bro. <clears throat> 15 minutes. All right, so you went with number four? Ooh, I got it. I know what this one is. Does it smell bad? Let me see. Ooh, it does look bad, though. I've seen some diapers that look like that. I got to be honest. That is wild over there. <laughs> It don't smell that bad. <laughs> you think you know without tasting it? Come on, show these ladies up. Just go in. Big old bite. Mm-hmm. Let it, yeah, just think about that for a minute. You know, let your palate tell you what's going on. Okay, what is it? No, it is green beans. Kind of in the same family, maybe? You know what I mean? A little bit. So that is green beans. All right, last contestant. Come on up. Good job. Uh, let's throw this out instead of putting it right there on the table. Ooh. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, number two, or is it? All right, last one. What number you got? Two? <clears throat> that one looks chunky. I'm not even going to lie. You didn't shake it. <laughs> Make sure that lid's on good before you shake it. I don't need that all up in my iPad. Yeah, okay. All right, go ahead. That's good. Yeah, that's a good shake. Did you take a big bite? I missed it. Mm -hmm. All right, what's we, what we got? What we got? Take another one. <laughs> you know what it is? What is it? Peas, squash. <laughs> Good job, though. All right, you tried. Okay, just throw that out and put it right there in the trash. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's the thing. This is where I want to start tonight. Everyone say my own relationship. I feel like there's some stuff up in here. Um, so 
I'm pretty confident in my answer here, but do any of the contestants that came up here, actually I can even broaden it out. Does anybody in the room spend an exorbitant amount of time with baby food? <laughs> well, G don't count because he's got babies, you know what I mean? And so maybe some of you have babies. So out of the contestants, out of the contestants, how often do you consume baby food? Chloe went to the bathroom. She might be puking that up right now. I don't know what's going on. Chloe's got some sort. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, how, how often do you, you didn't come up here. Who, who was Chloe? Rain. How often do you eat baby food? Chloe, how often do you eat baby food? She, she got some water. How often do you guys drink baby food or eat baby food? You could drink it. How often? Never. How often? Yeah, okay, so that means never, okay? If you don't remember, then I'm going to fill in the blank for you. It is never. So here's the point. The tape was hiding what it was. The answers I wrote down were not true. I just wrote down random ingredients. I have no idea what you ate. It could have been, you could have been right, you could have been wrong. But here's the point. Since you don't have any relationship with baby food, since you don't consume it all the time, you had no idea if I was telling you the truth or not. You just believed whatever I said. And you're like, well, Robert's saying it. Must be true. I don't know for myself because I don't eat baby food. I don't consume baby food. I have nothing to do with baby food, and we're all grateful for that, right? And you're like, so, you know, if you say it's peas, then guess what I'm eating? It's peas. If you're saying it's green beans, then it's green beans. I think one of you was actually right, but I don't know unless we pull off the tape. But the point is, is without you spending time with it, without you consuming it, you really don't know what it is. And this is the way a lot of Christians kind of live when it comes to their relationship with God. They're easily deceived as to who God is and what God wants to do in their life because they don't know him for themselves. And so I've got a couple of scriptures I want to read to you really quick. And we've got to be careful when it comes to God that we don't believe everything we hear and we don't believe everything we see. Because just like in Elijah's time with the false prophets, there's a lot of false prophets out there today. There's a lot of false teachers. This is why I always encourage you. When I give a message on Wednesday night, take the scriptures I minister, take notes, and go home and read them for yourself. Find out that what you're getting is actually peas. Find out what you're getting is actually green beans. Start building your own relationship and discover for yourself who God really is. Because this is what I know about God. When you start discovering who he really is for yourself, you will grow in your relationship with God because God is always good. Now, in that, he will challenge us, but just because he challenges us does not mean he's not good. Listen to these scriptures, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3-4 through out of the NIV. It says this, as I urged you when I was in Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to devote themselves to myths or endless genealogies. Such things provoke controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. A lot of people on social media sites, TikTok, Instagram, and they, they project, and even maybe people at school, maybe even, you know, people you have family members and relationships with, good friends, and lots of times they will project myths out there about God because they don't know him or the devil's using them to deceive you about the truth. Every time someone lies to you about God, the devil's using that individual to draw a wedge in between you and your creator. 
And so the Apostle Paul's encouraging Timothy, a young pastor. He's saying, don't come to Macedonia. Stay there in Ephesus, even though you're being persecuted. Stay there and teach against these myths and these false doctrines that are still in people from the work of Christ. And so I want to encourage you. Don't just listen to everything that you hear. Jesus was very specific. He said, be careful what you hear, and then also be careful how you hear it. Be careful what you hear, and also be careful how you hear it. So we need to protect. We know this, and this is not my message tonight, but when it comes to your heart, which is the garden of your life, there's three ways into your heart. It's by what you see. We call these gates. What you see, what you hear, and what you say give everything access to your heart. So whatever you're watching has access to your heart. Whatever you're hearing has access to your heart. Whatever you're saying has access to your heart. When it comes to our hearing, Jesus said, and there's lots of words, you know, lots of scriptures that deal with your mouth, lots of scriptures that deal with your eyes. Uh, I think it was Job, I forget who it was, he said, let me make a covenant with my eyes that I not look on anything ungodly. We know that James chapter 3 talks about protecting the words of our mouth. In Proverbs, he said, let me put my hand over my mouth because I can be ensnared or trapped with my words. But then Jesus specifically talked about the ears. Now, why are the ears important? Romans chapter 10 says this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. This relationship that you have with God is all based off of faith, what you believe about him. What do you believe about him? And what you believe about him is fashioned by what you hear about him. So if we're hearing wrong things about God, then the cornerstone of our relationship with God is going to be built wrong. We need to hear the right things about God. And then when someone is talking to us about God, we need to go to the ultimate source of God, which is the word of God, and test what we've heard with the word of God so we can build our relationship the right way. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. For out of the Amplified, it says, But I have nothing to do with irrelevant folklore and silly myths. On the other hand, I discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness, keeping yourself spiritually fit. God wants us to be spiritually fit. And in order to be spiritually fit, we can't just listen to a bunch of nonsense. I say this, and it offends people, and I'm not trying to be offensive, but there is a general physical rule, you are what you eat. Well, guess what? That rule also unilaterally applies, spiritually speaking, you are what you eat. You know, I have a saying now that I'm getting older, I won't tell you my age because y'all are making fun of me, but I have a saying, somebody offered me some sweets the other day, and my response is, for a moment on the lips, forever on the hips. <laughs> Food is getting harder and harder for me to work off of my body as my metabolism slows down because I get older and older, so I have to be more careful what I eat, right? I spend most of my time on the treadmill chasing pizza because I love pizza, and I know in order to eat pizza, I have to run on the treadmill. Well, spiritually speaking, there's so many Christians that are unfit, and the reason they're unfit is because of what they're hearing about God. And what they're hearing about God has negatively affected the relationship with God. What do you hear lots of times at school about God? You don't need him. He's trying to control you. Religion is a crutch. There is no God. Christianity is not real. What's the stuff we hear on social media sites? Oh, God isn't fair. 
We hear all this stuff about him, and none of it's true, but yet faith comes by what we're hearing, and it's impacting our relationship with God. You don't need church. You can do what you want. There's the Holy Spirit. There's God, there's this, this trinity. That can't be. That, how is that possible? We hear all this negative stuff about God, and since we're not protecting what we hear, it's affecting our relationship with God. So how do we know God? Real quick, in five minutes, I want to start here, week number one. The best way to know him for yourself and build this relationship is the word. Everyone say progress. Someone say progress. So as we talk about this, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about progress. The best way to know God is through the word, which is the Bible. When we're talking about progress, let me ask you this. Have you made any progress in your relationship with God this week by way of reading your Bible for yourself? It's rhetorical. You don't have to answer. Just think about it. What kind of progress have you made in knowing God for yourself by reading your Bible for yourself this week? Maybe some of you, it was every day. Maybe some of you, it wasn't at all. Maybe some of us are right here in the middle where we read once or we heard it last week when we were at church or the week before since we had the snowstorm. Maybe that's the progress. What I'm going to challenge you to do over the next three weeks is wherever you are right now, don't let that be the status quo. Let's all make progress together in God and move forward. If you read once last week, then this week read twice. Someone say progress. If you read five times last week, then this week read seven times. Someone say progress. And as we do this together, we're all, because faith is always moving forward, right? And so what we all have to do, I, I relate Christianity to a car that's parked on a hill. And if you're not going, if you, has anyone ever driven a stick shift? Woo! I learned how to drive with a stick shift. Growing up in Colorado, I was 11 years old, driving the farm truck around the farm, you know, chasing coyotes and stuff like that. Woo! Having a good old time. And it was a stick. My second car, which was a, a, a 1989 Z28 Nissan. Uh, it was a cool car, man, and it was a stick. But what happens is a stick, when you stop at a red light, as you're letting off the clutch before the gears actually engage, it starts to roll backwards. Christianity is the same way. If you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. The best way to move forward is to read. It's not the only way, but the best way to move forward is to read your Bible. Most Christians have no relationship with God because they don't have their own relationship with the Bible. Most Christians don't have their own relationship with God because they don't have a relationship with their Bible. Again, I'm not condemning you. I'm not talking about perfection. What am I talking about? Progress. Everyone say progress. And so we all have to start somewhere. Maybe you've never read the Bible. Pick one up this week. Read one scripture. Progress. And let's start growing our own relationship with God. Matthew eleven twenty seven, 27, Amplified says, All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one fully knows accurately and understands the Son except for the Father, and no one fully knows accurately and understands the Father except for the Son. So Jesus is saying, no one knows Father God truly and really except for the Son, which I am the Son, Jesus Christ, and no one really knows the Son except for the Father, and I'm the Son, Jesus Christ. But look at what he says right here. And no one fully accurately understands the Father except for the Son, and anyone whom the Son deliberately wills to reveal him. So God is saying, Jesus is saying, I have a different level relationship with Father God than you do, and here's the reason why, because I am God. We're equal. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 
you don't have that same relationship, but instead that relationship you have with God is being revealed through the Son who lowered himself to earth so you could have this relationship with the Father. And that's what Jesus is saying. You know the Father because he's been revealed to you through Jesus. Y'all with me? Someone say through Jesus. Now how did Jesus reveal the Father to us? You go over to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, and it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Now watch chapter four, verse 14 of the same chapter. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. This is how Jesus revealed the father to us because Jesus is the word. He was with God in the beginning he was God, he was with God, nothing was made without him, but all things were made by him and for him, and then all of a sudden that word became flesh and took on a name, Jesus the Messiah, and revealed to us the Father. And then he did an amazing work on the cross. There was this veil of separation between humanity and God, and the only one that could know God was the Son, and then Jesus died on that cross, and the Bible says he rent that veil in two. We're no longer separated, but because of the work of the cross, Jesus has revealed this wonderful relationship that you can have and I can have with the Creator, and it all spawns off of us knowing the Word, which is Jesus. I grow in my relationship with the Father through the Son, who is the Word of God. Right? And then what does Romans say? As I believe in that word, and as I confess that word, I am saved. Friends, this is the cornerstone for your relationship with God. You spend time with the word, Jesus, who is the word. And through spending time with the word, he reveals the Father to you. And when, God, and when the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God through the word reveals himself to you, you know if you have peas or carrots. You know if you have green beans or squash. Why? Because you know the Father. So then you know when someone at school is lying to you about him. Right? Let's go to Psalms chapter 19, verse 7. I left my Bible in the back. Ashley, can you run and get it back from Ashley? I don't know if you can find it in that bag. Ugh, I gotta hurry. It's in one of those, there's so many books in there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just bring the whole bag, might be easier. Yeah, that's my journal, that's a book I'm reading. The Bible's the biggest one in there. Yay, Ashley found it, don't let that bag fall. Oh, my computer, it's okay. Okay, sorry, forgot my Bible. Okay, y'all stick with me three more minutes, okay? Can you do that? We're gonna go to Psalms chapter 19, real quick. I guess I could have had Ashley put it up on the screen, but Psalms chapter 19. Now, watch this. This is cool. Someone say progress. progress. How do you have a relationship with him? You start here. You have a relationship with your Bible. If you have a relationship with your Bible, you have a relationship with God. Now, look at what this says. Chapter 19, verse 7. The law, which is what? The Bible. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are clear, giving insight in life. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. 
They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. Verse 11. They are warning to those who hear them, this is the great reward of those who obey them. So right here in chapter 19 of the book of Psalms, this is what he says about the word. Number one, what's the word? It's Jesus, and this is how we have a relationship with him. You need to know this about God. You can't separate God from his word. So when you see these words in the Bible, it's talking about God. This is who God is. Number one, perfect. Number two, trustworthy. Number three, right. Number four, clear, given insight. Number five, true and fair. Number six, a warning to those who hear him. And then what it all produces is number seven, great is the reward of those who obey him. That's what his word is. That's who God is. If anybody ever tries to tell you he's not perfect, the word shows us he's perfect. If anyone tries to tell you he's not trustworthy, the word says he's trustworthy. If anyone tries, and we could go and we can look at so many scriptures to reinforce every single one of these points. But you need to know God for yourself in this way. His ways are always true. How can I fall? And knowing this about God is so good. Because then, like if you, you know, when I graduated, you know, when you, real quick, when you graduate high school and you move on to the next phase of your life, can I just tell you something, friends? In your mind, you may not know that, but God can reveal it to you through this wonderful relationship with him. And then when he's leading you, you know he can be trusted. You know it's pure. You know it's right. You see what I'm saying? So many people, they struggle to follow God because are his ways good for me? Well, the word of God says it is. It's the right way for your life. And so we take everything back to the word. The qualities we should know about God, we know him as perfect. We know him as trustworthy. We know him as right. We know him as clear and insightful. We know him as truth, fair, and we know him as the one who warns us and leads us. Your relationship with him starts with your relationship with the Bible. If you would, just bow your heads and close your eyes real quick. Father, I pray for every single student and leader in here. Holy Spirit, you always challenge us. And I ask that you would continue to challenge us even more. Help us make progress in 2024 about knowing you for ourselves. Progress. I ask that you birth on the inside of every single one of them. I ask in the name of Jesus, birth in them a hunger to know you for themselves. Man, just like that scripture says, you are greater than gold, you are sweeter than honey. Knowing you is such a reward. Father, don't, I don't care about knowing theology and hermeneutics and apologetics and, and all that. I'll work on all that stuff. But let me just know you as good and merciful and love and faithful. Let me just know you. Put that hunger on every single one of us inside all of us that we would know you and desire to know you through the word of God. Let us start building our lives on you for ourselves, not because of what someone on TikTok or Instagram or even someone at school said, but let me know God. Let me know God for myself. I pray for all these students and I ask that you'd help them grow in this way. Now, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. If you're not comfortable saying it out loud, then that's fine. But if you are comfortable, I want you to repeat after me. 
And I want all of us to start fresh tonight. Let this be a very sincere prayer of faith. So if you are comfortable, say this with me. Say, Father God, I ask you to forgive me. Jesus, be my Lord and be my Savior. I repent of my sins. I repent for following after the world when I should be following after you. I ask to be forgiven and washed by the blood of Jesus. And I declare that tonight I will start growing and making progress in God for myself. I ask for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.